Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Christy. And this week we have a special guest, Lauren Bongiorno. Welcome back, Lauren. Thanks, guys. So excited. I can't believe it's been almost exactly a year, I think, since the last time we did this. <laughs> That's crazy. Was... But thank you so much for coming back on yes, with us. Yes, of course. We just loved you so much. We had to schedule you for exactly a year in advance. And <laughs> it's an anniversary of sorts. Right here. It is. It's, it's a diversity of sorts, for sure. Um, but we are having Lauren on not only because she is awesome in all things that she does, but also in diabetes, educating and wellness and all of her yoga-ness and really just inspiration, I would say. Um, wow. I can be your hype girl if you, if you want to call I me. I love it. Ever. Love you know, it. if you need a hype girl, I'm, apparently I'm it. It's because I'm a number one fan. Anyways, I'm already losing my mind. But Lauren has a book coming out soon, guys. The Diabetic Health Journal, and we wanted to have her on and get the dish on it before it comes out later this summer, earlier this summer, if you will. In my mind, it's already summer. I don't even know. But Christy and I were like, Lauren's great. Let's have her back on. So, I mean, I'm not just going to be like, hey, Lauren, tell me about this book, but... what 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 egged you on to want to make you know your lifestyle into a book because the book is very much about mindfulness and you know dealing with blood sugars and diabetes and you know being mindful and handling and managing type 1 diabetes so if you could just you know start us off by giving us a little bit of what what like the reasoning behind creating the book yeah so I guess I probably should preface by saying that it's not exactly a book meaning my biography or you know anything of that sort (laughs) which I feel like this took me so long to do and I can't imagine if I want to like write an actual book one day like how long I have a total respect this is a sidebar but I have a total like new respect for like every time I walk into like (laughs) I don't know, like a Barnes and Nobles, which I guess I, I do buy my books like in person. I like love it and I love the smell of book bar- bookstores, but I just like, I look at them and I'm like, wow, like I love, I don't know you all. I don't know like who you are as an author, but like I respect you and like, you know, I just, it's a newfound respect. But anyways, so this is more of a, um, a tool. It's a three month reflection guide. So there is basically 90 days of reflection pages um, and it gives you support and accountability in between the three month, uh, you know, your physician checkup um, in order to you know get your best a1c if your goal is to increase your insulin sensitivity for weight loss um, more like reduce you know anxiety through um, just like mentally having a better relationship with like food and diabetes um, if you want to stay on track with like your exercise or your your nutrition it's kind of like an all-in-one book um, that you're able to um, you know log all these different parts of your life 
Um, and basically like the reason why I kind of, you know, started this was because, and I think, you know, people can go back and listen to the podcast episode that I was on this time last year, where it's like more of my story and like what I'm about. But for those of you who guys are listening and you don't know, I'm a diabetic health coach and I'm a yoga instructor and I was a division one athlete in college. So I'm very much into health and wellness. Um, you know, inspiration all around (laughs) and shameless plug that was episode nine season one so head back and listen to her diagnosis story and really learn to you know learn everything about lauren yeah no no no, that's that's helpful um to like know my background but yeah so it's like for me when i i went from being this person who i was diagnosed when i was seven and then for the majority of my life like diabetes was just like this this thing that was kind of in the background Um, And it was therefore kind of like harder to control. And I was more in a reactive space than a proactive space. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I think like diabetes is one of those things where, you know, it's always going to be there tomorrow. So like, what's the rush in kind of, you know, figuring this all out today. Um, And so, you know, instead of figuring out like, okay, what I need to do to have the best blood sugar control or to figure out the foods that are going to best support me or to, um, you know, make the connection between, oh, you know, on the days that I exercise, my blood sugars are much better. And I feel so much better about myself and just like, you know, my body because it's like open and more energized. Um, you know, instead of the blood's, the blood's flowing. flowing, instead of doing that, like I was the, <laughs> you know, I would go to like, let's say 250 and then, and then figure out, okay, I need to correct. And I was never stopping and slowing down to realize like, okay, well, how can we prevent this from happening in the first place? Or how can I prevent myself from, you know, not craving these sugary foods at nighttime that's making my blood sugar go high overnight? Like what are the underlying reasons? Um, so I think just like at the base, what were you at the base? No, it's oh, okay. <laughs> I would just really, really, really am hungry and wanted to know what your foods were that that kind of sent you into those. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's a good question. So, Emily, is this what we're doing now? No, I like it. Sorry, (laughs) Christy's like, don't interrupt the guests. You're gonna scare them, and I'm like, tell me about. I'm not scared. I want this to be like a coffee chat conversation. Like, I want to. I feel like I'm at just. I want to feel like I'm at just like a cafe with you guys talking about this stuff. Um, and but like. yeah, Maybe we are. are. No, no, <laughs> except we're not. But um, yeah, except for I'm drinking kombucha and not coffee right now. But um, anyways, yeah, no. So I think my favorite like foods that are sometimes spikers are like number one, guac and chips. Like those get me, you know, used to get me like all the time. Um, and then as well, like things like basically, you know, chocolate or like popcorn at nighttime. Some of those things that you're just, you know, eating out of a bag or kind of not aware of you know, how much maybe carbs and fat are in those things. Right. So basically like one of the things that the the journal can help you, well, let me go, I guess, back to just to say like when I started practicing yoga, that's what everything switched for me because in yoga for any, for if you guys like, you know, have ever been to a class or anything, it's like very much on fostering mindfulness and self-awareness. And it seems like so second nature, even like first nature for me now. And to ever think of a time that I didn't make connections between like what I was putting in my body or like how you know I was doing certain things and how these habits were affecting my blood sugars and therefore my mood my energy like everything um you know that self-awareness kind of spilled over from the yoga mat to my everyday life and therefore my diabetes um and I think it's kind of you know crazy because we go to the doctors every three months right we go to the endo we get our a1c's and we might say like okay like you know all right we have a seven whatever an eight a1c 
we need to get it down for next time but if there's no like plan action plan in between there's like a very low chance that you're actually going to reach those goals because I always say like if nothing changes nothing changes um and then another tagline of the journal is like don't change your goals change your method um and so this is kind of just like another method another tool that you can use in that in between to like reach your goals and to like get your mind like on paper and really just see where you are in like all these different areas of your life um and what you're doing on a daily basis and how that's correlating with your blood sugars with your um just you know everything and how you're feeling because at the end of the day we can be our healthiest and happiest selves if we take the time to slow down and become more self-aware um And yeah, so that's just like, I mean, that's not like the technical things that are in the book, but that's kind of just like the overall gist of it. It's 90 days of these same reflections. In the beginning, there's like an intro and education section, kind of my little sass and spin on things with diabetes and my story. Um, But (laughs) it's, it's a tool and it's, you know, what I use with my clients, um, I like used to give them pages of these things like into basically all the pages of the journal I would give them in like pdf form and they would be like Lauren these are so helpful like just the simple act of writing my blood sugars down like the logs in there or what I'm eating and the insulin and having a space to log like my basils and my you know insulin to carb ratios and all these things but like I keep losing the pages like and then some of them would like put one client like put them in a binder which I thought was so creative and then another one's like stapling them together and then I they like literally formed like my clients because so many people were telling me like you need to figure out a way to like make this into a binded book or something and so they gave me the idea of like you know what yeah because I keep losing my own pages and we need to create a better system for this so it kind of just came out of a necessity of wanting to log all the stuff in one place Um, and being able to carry it around or keep it on your bedstand and doing it in the morning and nighttime, things like that. And it doesn't hurt that it's a really cute, you know, journal. It's, you know, you can, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can choose between pink or green cover. Yes, and it's sage green Um, and blush pink. So they're pretty, like, good shades. Yes, (laughs) it's not, exactly, it's nothing too, like, you know, SOS attention grabby, but it's, it's peaceful in itself. The colors are calming and honestly, like who doesn't like a leather bound situation or at least looks leather bound. It's, you know, I don't have it in my hand yet because we haven't gotten there yet, but still really exciting yeah. and to I, see it. And for those of you, no, no, I'm sorry, I was just going to plug ahead, your, Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> plug away. <laughs> for those of you that, you know, plugging away. For those of you that want to, want to go check out the what it looks like and you know pre-order purchase donate to various things kickstarters things like that you can head to lauren's website which is laurenbongiorno.com and there's a link there to go and pre-order the book okay sorry what were yeah you no so well also i should note so we were fully funded on kickstarter all of you guys if anybody's listening to the podcast who like ordered it i was so amazed because i was like in december when i launched the kickstarter i was like talking to my family I'm like guys like if this doesn't go well like we'll give it a few days and if this doesn't go well like you guys have to buy like 500 journals (laughs) I was like you don't understand like this is this I cannot fail but like I'll figure out a backup plan but like this is not good and literally like I think it we hit our goal in like I think like 20 days or 30 days or something and um or we surpassed our goal by a couple thousand dollars of like pre-order so I was I'm just so happy because I mean my goal in life is literally just to like create value in people's lives like I don't care about like money I don't care about like attention about like myself or anything like I literally just care about like creating stuff that is like 
beneficial to like the diabetic community and like that can help all of us just be better and you know push ourselves to not settle um and so that's you know about the kickstarter and also you can just go to diabetichealthjournal.com if that's easier for you guys to access but um but yeah no I'm like it's one thing that I really wanted out of this and if you go to the website you can kind of get this feel is I didn't want it to feel like hospitally if that makes sense like I don't know about for you guys but like when I was first diagnosed I was diagnosed at seven and I remember my mom she had this like little like um checkbook uh, log where the doctor would have you like have us for the first few weeks put in our you know it was like a graph like just like your blood sugar is the time and like the insulin and I think that's kind of how this journal is like it it's it's the main part of the journal and the reflection pages are these blood sugar logs but it's you know so much more than that it's not just about the physical and the a1c it's about the mental like every morning on the reflection pages you start with a morning work in and the premise of a work in is like the same way you go to the gym and you work out your body you have to work you know you have to work inwards and work your mind so starting the day with like what you're what you're grateful for because hell knows there's always something to complain about about diabetes um so it's like what can we focus on that's going good what's one thing that we didn't do yesterday but what we want to do today um and an affirmation like a powerful like you know I am energized or I am focused or you know an I am statement that's going to make you feel you know centered for the day and then there's also like an evening um nightcap where it kind of encourages you to reflect on like your mood and your energy levels and your blood sugars and your you know cravings and and how everything you know um, you know, kind of all, everything correlates. And then there's a spot to log like your exercise and your um, water intake. So like I said, it's kind of like an all in one, um, you know, just for all your health and wellness thing. And then every month there's, you know, goal setting exercises and spaces to log your insulin to carb ratios and your correction factors and your basils um, and then spaces to update it as well. So it's, you know, it's all of this, but it's also kind of, you know, it's much more than what I think we're used to getting at the endo because they don't have enough time and resources to be able to support us. And it's not knocking down the endos. It's honestly not their job. Their job isn't to hold our hands and, you know, help us emotionally, physically, mentally, you know, through all aspects of diabetes, like that's on us. And so I think one thing that's powerful that I found was, you know, when, when we're when we're diagnosed and we and we are scheduled these checkups with the endo it's kind of like I think for a while and growing up like I thought that okay as long as I'm going every three months like that's me being on top of my diabetes and not that I ever had a crazy a1c as a a child or teenager or like young adult like I probably you know like high sevens maybe mid sevens but it was just like wow like life can be so much better if I actually am doing things proactively in between um and not just living in that reactive space being more proactive um and so yeah that's just a little bit about it's kind of like a modern twist on like those initial logs that they you know that they would send and it's a good premise but it's um right. you know much more than that well I think it's, so it's attractive for a couple of reasons to me we recently hooked up with sugar medical and you know we were able to consolidate our physical tools you know for me pens needles all of that jazz so having like a health tracker all in one place like I love that you can even track water intake on it like that sounds silly but I love the idea of everything that you need to be concerned about is just consolidated you know because it makes you not have to be concerned about it yeah 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 I totally agree and there's also even like 
I ended up adding at the last second like total daily insulin on there because I was thinking like even for some people who let's say they have 6.2 you know, or 6.5 like perfect you know really good range A1Cs and blood sugar control um, sometimes there's an element of okay well if you're if you're somebody who's looking to maybe lose weight as a type you know as a T1D um, it's directly correlated to that insulin usage and so you know you want to pay attention to you know how many units you're using per day and seeing if you can achieve that progress over time depending on if you're switching up like your food or your exercise or things like that um, but yeah that's actually we got a question um, a few weeks ago from a a listener so shout out you know who you are once I tell you what this question is um she wanted us to focus on um or any tips with losing weight with type 1 diabetes and that's something that we hear a lot of and I was like if there's anyone to ask it's Lauren but then I was like but also I'm really excited for her journal so like I want to focus on that but while we have you here oh my gosh if you know yeah. if you could give us a few tips for for the listeners out yeah there. yeah no of course I'd rather oh my gosh I don't even we don't even have to talk about the journal anymore like I'd rather just like answer like a question that's you know gonna help somebody like that and I know it's I think a very frequent a very frequent question that I get asked a lot um but basically like this can go very in depth and I'm, I'm going to see how in depth I want to go with this, but at the premise, so if you're asking, like (laughs) there's a lot of, um, basic, uh, you know, talk about how T1Ds, it's harder to lose weight, uh, because insulin is a fat storing hormone, but to be honest, it's really the same for anybody. So whether you have diabetes or whether you don't, it comes down to insulin. Um, so carbs basically don't make you gain weight it's your body's response to carbohydrates and how sensitive you are to your insulin so let's say you're somebody who has a one to four ratio of um let's just take that as a base um you can you know do this across basal rates or correction factors as well but let's say you're somebody who has a one to four ratio of insulin to carb for all your meals that person is um probably going to have probably going to be storing more fat than somebody who has a 1 to 10 ratio or a 1 to 12 or a 1 to 15 you know progressively like that um so but yeah but the key really is is finding out what is going to work best for your body specifically and I think that this is the whole premise also like not to tie back to the journal but like it really is the purpose of the journal no, because like there's so many things out there that are just like one size fits all. And like, if I've learned anything myself about what, you know, health coaching, um, you know, health coaching T1D is all around literally the world from, you know, I would say primarily women ages 18 to 40. Um, I have people on the outskirts, but that's like the primary people that I work with. It's really that it's bio-individual and it's about looking at your own patterns and how your body's reacting to certain foods um, even to just go back to like the nachos and the food, like, or the, the, the chips and guac, like I eat those things now, but I know how it's going to affect me. So I can better tailor my insulin to that when I have those things. And I found that out like through logging and through trial and error. So taking it back to the whole insulin and gaining weight thing, it's like, you can go kind of one or two ways. You can actually increase your insulin sensitivity through, um, or use less insulin through eating less carbs, right? I mean, that's like a direct thing that you can do where, okay, if you're not if you're not eating as many carbs, you're going to have to take, you're gonna take less insulin just by default. But you can also do things to increase your right. insulin sensitivity where, you know, you use other tools. So for me, I personally, like yeah, exercise. so I, I eat about 150 to 180 carbs per day. Um, and yeah, Jeez. and people are always crazed by that because they're like, well, how do I eat more carbs and lose weight? Like, I don't get, like, I don't 
that's not what, you know, like the keto diet suggests or the Bernstein diet suggests. Um, and really what it comes down to is like how you increase your insulin sensitivity. So for me, like exercise is a huge part of my life. Um, and I exercise a lot and I, you know, do this as kind of like half of, you know, my profession and it really is my love and my, and my hobby. And so I think I work out more than the average person does and not saying you have to work out as much as me, you know, six days a week or whatever. Um, but you can use, um, hit exercise to really increase your insulin sensitivity. So high intensity interval training is the most, um, you know, effective way to do that. Um, and so high intensity interval training is basically like you're doing as hard as you can, you're going as hard as you can for a certain amount of time, and then you're kind of breaking for like 10, 20 seconds before going back into it. Um, so a very simple workout you can do, like I always say like on you know a day where you feel like you're going out to eat or you're um, going to, you know, it's a holiday or whatever it may be, like if you wanna increase that insulin sensitivity and not use as much insulin maybe for that, for that meal later on or not have to do with high blood sugars because you're insulin resistant, um, because of all the fat and carbs that are happening, what you can do is you can do a simple like 20 minute workout in the morning, literally set a timer for 20 minutes or you know you can go upwards and every 30 seconds for 30 seconds on you can do a move and then for 10 seconds or yeah like 10 seconds off or 15 seconds off you can um, just rest and then just keep going back and forth and just pick like five exercises just do like body weight like burpees, jumping jacks, maybe you know sprint, uh, maybe um, mountain climbers, something that's kind of working your whole body, primarily your legs, because it's your biggest muscle, um, and something that's getting your heart rate up. So I wouldn't necessarily say just like, um, you know, like base weights or something. Um, yeah, like yeah, don't yeah, do that like not kind of. of I mean, you could use like low <laughs> weights, like high rep, but I wouldn't use it as like a strength training thing. Like that helps you build muscle, and that's definitely important. But for increasing insulin sensitivity, um, hit is a really good tool that like needs to be part of your repertoire. Um, in my personal opinion, as well as balancing it out with just all a quick. Others. I didn't know interval training was the key there. I'm gonna start doing that because I tend to yeah, just like but... jump on the elliptical and call it a day. <laughs> also, fair warning though. Fair warning for HIT. I've done one HIT exercise in my life, and let me tell you, it affects your blood sugars like nobody's business. So, yes, it's really great, and it is great for losing weight. And honestly, like, yes, I know so many people with type 1 who do HIT, um, and it really does help them lose weight. But I, it, you know, it, it helps trigger adrenaline, which causes, for at least in my case, it caused a, like a big spike and then a huge drop for like, like five hours later, I was just dropping like it's hot and I couldn't, like for me, it was very, a very intense reaction, but that's because I am already fairly insulin sensitive. Despite my weird carb ratio, I'm super, my correction factor is like super sensitive. So, I mean, you know, stop, talk to your doctor, talk to your nurse, talk to your friends, you know, be careful, be on watch, look at, you know, finger prick more when you're going to be doing these things. Or if you have a CGM, just check more, just be on top of it. Um, it's great advice. Just, I don't want anyone to go super low, like, and be like, no, that's a good, that's a good reminder because I never drop right after the workout. It is later in the day because I'm always lower. My mom calls it like the witching hour. (laughs) Once like four or 5 PM hits, I like don't need insulin. So I could have been super high that morning and it doesn't matter if I even took a walk. I just plummet yeah so that's that's also something like really um really crucial in this whole piece is that not only does hit exercise 
any type of exercise is going to affect your blood sugar in a different and maybe for one person it's in one way maybe like for you for right. hit like right. hit drops me specifically like I I drop and so I need to do a temp basal I know exactly what I need to do um for the most part to get you know to stay in range for those kind of exercises um but it's for you like em if you do it in the morning time it might be different than when you do it like in the afternoon and so it's really just about like exactly what we're talking about like finding your patterns um and understanding that yes your you know uh, endocrine system is going to release that adrenaline and cortisol because you know you're doing something like hardcore and maybe that's how your body responds um but then you're going to drop later and so maybe even though you're seeing your blood sugar spike in that moment and you're like, wait a second, I thought this girl Lauren like was saying that for her, like she uses less <laughs> insulin. Like, why is she go like, why am I going high and having to correct and use more? But like, that's the maybe immediate reaction that happens for you. But later on, the overall effect is like you're going to, you know, as a side product, like lose weight. And then you're also as a side product going to, you know, increase your insulin sensitivity. Yeah. And, you know, like, just I think hits a great exercise situation and I definitely recommend it I'm just more of like just watch yourself totally I just want all of our little nuggets (laughs) out there to watch themselves but there's so many amazing apps too that you can use that have hit programs like Nike and sweat Mm -hmm. and Kayla Itzness or whatever her name is and or you could just go to you know find wherever Lauren is and try and work out with her or <laughs> those types of things maybe maybe don't we are not Lauren. telling That's you creepy. to stalk Lauren in any way yeah. shape oh or form oh my god form. god Christy just let me live my life <laughs> god, I'm just teasing I'm sorry um but yeah no hits great I did one at a um, my literal only one that I've done because it shook me to the core because I was not prepared for it, um, which is again on me. If I, you know, I'm more than happy. I'm excited to do one again in the future. But I did it at a really cool place in New York as a part of a press um, event. So I was surrounded by all of these amazing in shape uh, health editors, and then there's me and. I, you know, I talk the talk and I do, you know, like I have lost a lot of weight and I'm healthy and knock on wood, all those great things, but your girl could not keep up and it shook me to the core. Everyone was like, they knew all the moves. It was great. And I was like, okay, these people are working at it though. It made me take a step back and be like, okay, I'm the new girl, but also like everyone's new at some point. And if I keep going, I can get my sugars in check. I can figure all this stuff out. But also it was just hilarious of like me trying to work out next to like the self editor and next to shape that's amazing oh my god no but I'm sure they like you had so much respect for yourself after for like pushing yourself through it and like you know getting on their level I had respect for them (laughs) they looked like professional AF I was like can you sign me up can we do like a one-on-one like can I get a free subscription to your magazine? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> seriously, there. I mean, the workouts and everything here are just like insane. Like last night, oh my gosh, so funny. So it was for anybody, I mean, I guess this is playing, you guys are going to play this on Sunday. So it'll still be like the midst of whatever storm we're having here. But yesterday was like downpouring. I was in a cafe. It was like raining like cats and dogs. And it was so, I just had such a long day and like a ton of calls and meetings and clients and everything. And then I was supposed to go meet up with um, the Lululemon team to go to a yoga class, or at least I thought it was going to be a yoga class. So in the morning, what happened was I like did this full workout and I was like, oh, like I'm going to push myself so hard because I'm going to yoga tonight. And then by the end of the day, I was like, oh my gosh, I just cannot wait to like go to this yoga class. Like my body needs to stress. I'm 
I'm so excited. And then I get to Project by Equinox, which is this new studio that opened in the city. And they're like, are you ready for the boot camp class? And I was like, hold up, sister. Like, what did you just what? say? And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, we decided to like, take a boot camp class instead, like, all of us together, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. And I literally got my butt kicked. Like, it was so hard. My muscles were already so sore. So I totally know what you mean about, like, you know, sometimes you're on your game and you, you know, are doing your thing. And other days you're just like, you know, you're getting kicked. But, you know, I just like diabetes, it's those things that kind of make you stronger. So that's what I keep t- kept telling myself last night. I'm like, I'm getting stronger. <laughs> As you're like soft yeah, sobbing. Exactly. But so is life, yeah. you know, same thing with, with everything going on. Christy and I, you know, listen to really any episode and you'll hear some tidbit about our lives and how you get kicked kicked in the gut and then you get right back up right christy yeah and then you get kicked again <laughs> but in the pancreas <laughs> but then you keep getting up so. <laughs> and then you get back up oh my god yeah it's like that song but i can't sing it because of probably copyright <laughs> anyways not that i would even but we be all know what you're talking about and we appreciate it I, Ugh, I did it for you. I did it for you. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. And I can guarantee you that we're going to want to have you on again sometime soon. Maybe season four. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, Christy, after, any- after we use the journal, I'm honestly excited. I'm still one of those weirdos who clings to her handwritten planner. I know yeah, that Google Cal exists. I, I love it. Something about the act of physically writing something down. Well, I think that's it works so on for me. So I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah, with everything Lauren's doing here, because it's so mindfulness. You're mindful when you're unplugged from technology yes. for a bit. You're mindful of what you're doing, and I think that writing it down. I mean, for me, even there's there's studies that show that even looking at your phone can increase stress and anxiety because of the light. It's so many different things that can contribute to this, and I just think it's such an amazing. You know, some people might be like, oh, this is so old school. Like, I have apps. It's like, yeah, but those apps are stressing you out. And then you have apps on apps on apps. And it's like you've got a blood sugar app, a insulin amount app, all these things. And it's like, no, you just have this little book that if your phone dies, you can still use and mark all this stuff. Yeah, and so, I actually, I was at, um, I was speaking at a, I did a speech at JDRF in New Orleans, their summit this year, a couple, or last month. And the Medtronic, I was, you know, putting flyers there was flyers at a table for the dhj the journal and there was a medtronic app and our medtronic guy and he was like well he's like have you ever considered like making this into an app like i think he's like i think that would be way more beneficial i was like oh oh do you but um no like he was he was was like tell me um do you want to create that but no he was like talk he was like really nice and sweet but um yeah no he was i i really i what i said to him i was like there's actually a section like in the journal that talks about this how like the purpose of this is to take you away from technology and to make you more mindful and putting pen to paper is so just therapeutic and it's really just you know in that moment of putting the pen to paper in a technologically you know driven society you know studies show basically that writing actually can stimulate just like you were saying Christy like stimulate and engage your brain more effectively than typing so you're making more connections and more you know your brain's firing up more of these connections that actually are um, you know you're better understanding and absorbing what's going on between everything that you're you know doing throughout the days. So yeah, and no, I'm super excited and it's gonna, it's, we've had several pushbacks. It was supposed to launch in April and I'm so sad, but, um, that it's been pushed back so many times, but production, there's just things that, you know, keep coming up, but we're looking at probably mid June, um, for a launch date, possibly late June, but, um, we're really excited and you can pre-order it, um, on the, on the website. So if anybody wants to go now, you guys can 
head over to the diabetichealthjournal.com. I'm so excited for you guys to see it and to hear what everybody thinks about it. <laughs> oh, We're I'm so, so excited. excited. And definitely let us know when it is officially launched as well so we can scoop people over yes, there again. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you guys so, so much for having me on. Always fun uh, chatting with you guys. We love getting to talk to you. And for those of you that want to go follow Lauren on Instagram, I highly recommend it. It's my dose of inspiration as well as Yummy Eats um, and her cute boyfriend. So it's all in one. But <laughs> oh my God. at Lauren underscore Bongiorno, that's B-O-N-G-I-O-R-N-O. Um, and that's laurenbongiorno.com is her website and diabetichealthjournal.com is her health journal website. But again, I highly recommend following her on Instagram. She dope and she has a lot of really cool pictures of her doing yoga poses in very precarious situations. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh my God, that's um, amazing. Would recommend. That's but a great elevator pitch. I was just going to say. But really, actually, thank <laughs> that you. That was really well done. <laughs> I'm Oh my God, I'm blushing, but you can't see it because everyone's listening. But if you saw me, I'd be oh. blushing. Moving on. Follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals. Head to our website, pancreaspals.com, and check out diagnosis stories as well as some low-carb or high-carb, we don't really discriminate, recipes by some of your fave type 1 diabetics. Um, also head to our Facebook, that's Pancreas Pals PP. We'll have a great week, everyone. Bye.